0: You may look to deaconess for help with lactation, but did you know that the Women's Hospital is also a milk depot? Today, we'll learn what a milk depot is with an expert in the field. I'm Deborah Howell, and my guest is Andrea Klotz, a registered nurse, a lactation consultant, and the Women's Hospital Milk Bank Coordinator. That is a big job, Andrea. Welcome to you.
1: Thank you so much, Deborah. I love this topic and I really appreciate the opportunity to talk about Donor milk and my great work the milk bank does.
0: Well, then, can you please tell me about donor breast milk and why it's used?
1: Yes. So as the name implies, donor breast milk is milk that's been donated and then it's tested and pasteurized to ensure safety through the milk bank. It's the recommended option for when supplementation is needed for babies. It's generally common knowledge at this point that it's ideal for all babies to receive their mother's breast milk. And as a lactation consultant, I know there's so much science and research about all the short-term and long-term benefits that there are to both moms and babies for the rest of their lives, particularly with the immune system and preventing diseases. Like anything with health, especially long-term health, there's lots of different factors that go into that. And the more breast milk a baby can have, that's just going to put those odds and statistics more in their favor. So when mom's milk isn't available, to be used. The next best option we have is donor breast milk because it's closer to mom's own milk. Supplementing with formula, that is cow milk-based, so it's a different pH. We're introducing foreign proteins. We know there's some risks with that. Humans are born with really immature digestive systems. earlier that we introduce formula, the greater those risks are, so that especially matters with our real vulnerable babies. Sure. Now.
0: What is the Milk Bank, and what does it mean that the Women's Hospital is a depot?
1: So milk banks have actually been around for over 100 years. They're around the world. They help ensure that donor milk is safe. They provide that regulation. So the Milk Bank, which we're a depot for, is a nonprofit milk bank that's based up in Indianapolis. They're basically like a hub for donor milk throughout a lot of the Midwest. That's where the women's hospital purchases our donor milk from. They do all the approval for our donors. And we're one of about 70 depots for the milk bank. So I communicate with them. I ship the donor milk that we take in up to them on dry ice every few weeks. I've actually been up to Indianapolis and gotten to tour twice and see all the incredible things that they do a fair. And just to give kind of some numbers for context, last year, the milk bank dispensed over 483,000 ounces of donor breast milk. They need at least a thousand donors in a year to meet their demands. But I just have to brag for a second on the Women's Hospitals Depot. We have such amazing, generous donors in our community. This year, we've taken in over 28,000 ounces of donated breast milk, which is 11,000 over last year already, and it's only November. We actively have 37 donors right
0: now. That is absolutely incredible. And what are some reasons that babies actually need donor milk?
1: Right. So the majority of Donor milk that's used is in the NICU. You know, those babies are very vulnerable. They have lots of needs. It can take a few days for mom's mature milk to surge in. You know, if you've had a baby or you know a little bit about breastfeeding, you know, it takes a few days before the milk that you can really get out with a pump that what we think of as the milk coming in, that mature milk, it takes a few days for that to come in. And those babies really need that. Those moms had complications. They're under a lot of stress. But outside of the NICU, Especially at the women's hospital, we use it a lot on our floor. They're near late-term, late-preterm babies. They're not really preemies, but they're not quite like full-term babies. Low blood sugars babies sometimes have, especially their mom had gestational diabetes, and just difficulty latching or various other breastfeeding issues that either mom or baby can have. We also are fortunate that we have it available outpatient that moms can purchase because, again, it can take a few days before that milk is... Really in and working on these issues, it's a good time to mention that a little bit of donor milk can really go a long way. Oftentimes, we're just supplementing very small amounts, short term, and again, that early on in those first few days or week, that donor breast milk is really helpful with a really immature GI system, with not having to have the risks of formula, and helping moms reach their goals of exclusively breastfeeding.
0: Sure, and none of this would happen without some incredible women. Who are the moms who donate, and how do they make so much milk?
1: Right. So everyone's journey and their motivation to be milk donors are a little bit different. But generally, it happens upon moms that respond well to breast pumps who typically have a couple categories. A lot of times, it's moms who are working outside the home. You know, They're pumping at work anyway. They, maybe breastfeeding got off to a good start. They have a lot of milk. Maybe they had a baby in the NICU. And so that can be really important for those moms to be able to give back because of their experience, or they had a NICU baby and, and I got doing just exclusive pumping, or by choice or necessity, they're exclusively pumping. That can kind of go either way, but sometimes those moms, they respond well to pump, really end up with a lot of milk. And lastly, there's a very special group of donors that are bereavement moms that have lost a baby. So they... Donate the milk that would have gone to their baby, given that baby's honor or memory. Obviously, grief is very individualized, but having that option can be very comforting and healing for moms.
0: Yes, I can only imagine. Very poignant. How do moms become donors, and what do you recommend if they want to have an oversupply?
1: So if someone's listening to this and they're interested in becoming a donor, i tell them to go to The Milk Bank, the website. It's literally themilkbank.org. They also kind of know their target audience. They're all different social media platforms. They make the process very straightforward um, there. It's similar to donating blood, but actually even stricter with that. So I would tell them to just look at the website. It has everything they need. And then once they get approved and have the donor number, they can contact us or whatever people might be closer to them to drop off the milk. And most moms don't come into this looking to have an oversupply. It's kind of they fall into it and then decide to donate their milk because they have so much extra. So the advice I would give when I would tell any breastfeeding mom, and that's ignore the comparison game of all the big oversuppliers they might see on TikTok with tons of milk. Take time before baby's there to invest in breastfeeding, learn about it, learn about the benefits to them and their baby for the rest of their lives, don't develop that why behind why they want to breastfeed. Then once baby arrives, getting a good foundation with breastfeeding, ideally having baby latch to stimulate supply. But if that's not possible or the mom desires to be an exclusive pumper, to be patient with the process. No, it's normal not to get much at first. And that consistency is so key in those early days. What happens with stimulation for milk supply in the first hours and days and weeks really sets the stage for the rest of the time that they have a milk supply.
0: Oh, this is such great information. What would you say, Andrea, to a mom who's interested in donating?
1: I would say go for it. Again, I'd say check out the milk bank, hear the stories of those babies that they can be a part of helping and being part of something so much bigger than themselves. That's a way to impact babies that they'll never need to have a lifelong impact, possibly even a life-saving impact, and to help other moms reach their goals. And, you know, being a mom isn't easy if you breastfeed or if you don't breastfeed. None of it's easy. And if you do breastfeed, your value as a mom is not defined by the number of ounces that you produce. But at the same time, that milk is very valuable. in all of the pumping, I know it's a lot of work, but in the grand scheme of it, it's such a short span of your life that you're able to give that if you are fortunate to have a big supply and have everything work out for you. I mean, I know I've been there. I had six years of pumping and donating. I nursed my kids. I pumped when I was at work. I did a little extra pumping. When I did that for the two years, I was eligible to be a donor through the milk bank. I did that with all three of my kids. and those were some long days and a lot of work at the time. But, you know, now those years are over, and I'm really grateful that it's something I was able to do and that the milk bank was available to help facilitate my milk being able to nourish beyond just myself and my kids.
0: Yeah, it's a great circle of life. I can't think of a better gift you can give.
1: Is there anything else you'd like to add to our conversation before we wrap up? I just really appreciate your time, Deborah, and attention to this great topic. And thank you to everyone who's listened through the end of this. I know it's not a everyday topic for everybody, but it is something that every day makes such a difference in babies' lives. And if you're interested in learning more, definitely check out the Milk Bank, supporting them however you can. And even if this is breast milk, or donating milk doesn't seem at all applicable to your life. Chances are there's breastfeeding moms or families in your life. It's great we have lactation for support, but moms really need that support and appreciation from their families and communities. It takes all of us.
0: Beautifully said. Terrific information right from the heart, Andrea. Thanks so much for being with us today. Yes, thank you. And that wraps up this episode of the podcast series from Deaconess The Women's Hospital, a place for all your life. For more information, please visit deaconess.com slash lactation. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast and all the other Deaconess Women Hospital podcasts. For more health tips and updates, follow us on your social channels. I'm Deborah Howell. Thanks for listening and have yourself a great day.